Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 34 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleas, and so excited to be talking with you today about, drumroll, habits. We are going to be digging into specifically how to shift from mindless habits to mindful habits. Why is this important? Because our brains naturally want to kind of turn off so that they're not always present. So if it can kind of turn off and let you mindlessly go through the motions, it's reserving its energy for another time. But the problem is so often we end up doing things that we don't really want to do and we're kind of figuring out how we're supposed to change those habits when half the time we're not even aware that we're doing them. Do not worry, I've got you covered. I'm going to give you some really tangible tips to help shift from mindless to mindful today and you can start making that change in your life immediately. Of course, without further ado, I have to talk about how I'm showing myself I'm worthy. You thought I was gonna say without further ado, jumping in, but no, of course I have to talk about my worthiness because we are all so worthy. And if you need to hear that today, I'm gonna say it one more time for all the people in the back, you are so worthy today. Hear that, let that sink in, close your eyes, tell yourself, I am worthy, I am worthy, I am worthy. It's something that you might need to remind yourself of and that's okay because someday there's gonna be a point where you're gonna forget to remind yourself because you already feel that way, which will be awesome. But how am I showing myself I'm worthy? I kind of did something really simple this week and a simple thing that I did was a face mask. I know sometimes like, you know, it ranges from all these different things about how I'm feeling worthy or how I'm showing myself I'm worthy. And sometimes all it takes is 10 minutes grabbing a face mask and saying, it's okay for you to sit, sip your coffee or your wine, put on a face mask and pamper yourself for a second. It's important to show yourself that you're a priority and it's important to have different cues, small things, all the way to big things, but small things even too, that show yourself and remind yourself how worthy you are. So for me this week, that was doing a couple of different face masks just to kind of change up my skincare routine, give my skin a little bit of love, and it made me feel so good and so refreshed. So if you're blanking on how to show yourself that you're worthy, maybe go grab a face mask. Let me know which one you tried. I have like so many ones, and so I just kind of rotate through and you know, whatever I feel like my skin needs for the day, that's what I go and grab. But without, um, oh my gosh, I wanna say without further ado again, why is that my thing for this episode? Woof. Before we jump into the episode, I actually have a quick note from our sponsors. Okay, so let's talk habits. How do habits kind of start? So habits always start from some sort of cue. And the thing that's important to remember here is that this cue might be something you're aware of and it might be something you're not aware of. And more than likely, if there is a mindless habit that you're wanting to tackle as I'm talking about this, there's more than likely a cue that you're unaware of that is triggering this mindless habit. So a cue is just essentially a trigger that tells your brain which routine to use. You then go into this routine, which is the physical or mental or emotional behavior that follows the cue. Then there's some type of reward that follows. So there's some sort of positive stimulus that tells your brain that that routine works well. And then you kind of start all over again. You have a new cue that cues a new routine. And it's just this circle over and over and over again. Now, a lot of the time, 
these habits are typically powered by some sort of craving. And it'll vary from person to person, right? Craving for rest, craving for comfort, craving for love, craving for, you know, like sleeping, whatever it could be. There's some sort of craving that's happening with you internally that is attached to the routine and the cue that you've created. Now, the problem is that a lot of our habits are unconscious and that's okay because our brain doesn't need to be at like full potential all day, every day when we're doing a lot of the same things. Think about your drive to work. How often have you gotten there and been like, holy smokes, I legit don't even remember being on the highway. It's because your brain just kind of took over. You went on autopilot. You do it twice a day, every day. It doesn't need to be fully present. Now, that can be kind of a weird feeling, but it does show the power of our brain and how often it can go into this mindless state and into this autopilot state. The real problem comes in when you're trying to kind of get rid of bad habits. And when the behavior was new, you kind of probably did it intentionally and consciously. You were aware of what you were choosing to do. But if you do anything enough times, it becomes automatic. So... In other words, you don't even need to know that you're doing it. And new research shows that you don't even need to want to do it. So a lot of people associate um, mindless habits with mindless eating. So that's going to be an example that I'm going to use a lot throughout this episode. It's something I have clients talk with me about, something I've struggled with in the past. And it's important to figure out what your cue is, what your trigger is, and what the result like the resulting um, routine and reward are. So if you're kind of snacking in front of the TV, it doesn't really matter how hungry you are or how tasty the snack is. That no longer determines how much you eat. It's just because this is a new mindless habit that you've created. I even read a study and they were talking about people going into a movie theater and half the people got stale popcorn and half of the people got amazing fresh buttery popcorn. And there were people who ate less of the stale popcorn and people who ate, you know, whatever amount of the yummy fresh popcorn. But the people who always ate popcorn when they went to the movie ate about the same amount of the stale popcorn as did the people of like the yummy delicious popcorn because they weren't even paying attention to how it tasted. The movie was just the cue that they were supposed to eat popcorn. So it's so interesting to be aware of how our brain will work and how these habits kind of completely disconnect us from ourselves and what we actually want to be doing. So rather than kind of trying to change this behavior and saying like, okay, like I've just got to stop this habit altogether. It's figuring out how to turn off the autopilot. It's learning to essentially disrupt the behavior ideally before it starts. So There are three different things that you can kind of do to help break away from this mindless habit lifestyle or whatever in your life. So I want you to think of something that you do or that you know you do mindlessly. Obviously, this can be, you know, grabbing one too many drinks out with friends, smoking, eating late at night, um, snoozing one too many times so that you miss your workout, whatever that is for you that you're saying, I really want to stop and shift this mindless habit. Be thinking about that and trying to apply that to these steps because it's important that you 
are listening and you are listening because you obviously want to change something in your life. So actively participate, actively think about how this can um, apply to you. So the first step is you need to disrupt the habit by changing the context. So if you have a habit you'd like to break, you know, spend some time thinking about the situation that it most often occurs. So if you snack in front of the TV at night, consider doing something else in the evening for a while, maybe reading a book or spending time with friends or family or even getting on the internet. Alternatively, activity is less, this less, this new activity is less likely to trigger this mindless eating because any alternative activity to this TV won't trigger the same response. So if you can't just give up your favorite shows because you're like, no, Cammie, trust me, I get it. I love Netflix at night. If you're like, no, I love watching shows at night. That's not going to work for me. By trying to change the context, you could even do something as simple as like rearranging the room or sitting in a different chair. Anything helps in trying to alter the context in which you are doing this habit. For another example, if you're snoozing a lot in the mornings, move your alarm away from your bed. You have to force yourself to get out of bed. Be wearing your workout clothes to sleep in or have them right next to your alarm. There are different cues that you can put in place to change the course of your habits. You then, secondly, need to change the method of performance. What does that mean? So if you are a snacky eater and you feel like you mindlessly eat a lot and you're right-handed and you're eating with your right hand, switch to your left. If you order one too many drinks sitting at a bar because it's easy for the bartender to get you another or refill, go sit at a table. You need to make this habit feel more awkward so that the autopilot is less likely to kick in. When our brain is used to doing the same thing over and over again and it feels normal, the same result is in routine is going to apply. So you have to not only change the context in which this habit is being kind of done, but then you have to change the method of performance. Too often, we blame our failures on the wrong things. When it comes to ridding ourselves of bad habits, we usually chalk up our difficulties to lack of commitment or lack of willpower. And if you listened to, I don't know which episode it was, but a very recent podcast within the last couple of weeks all about willpower, you know that that it's all kind of BS. So instead... We have to understand how our habits really work and what behavior is driving them and applying different strategies to change them. In this case, success comes not from making it quite so easy for your autopilot to run the show. So you're forcing, you're changing the course and that allows your body and your mind to ask for a new result. The third step is a kind of a different process. So you've picked your habit, whatever it is. Let's say you overeat or you snack at night. You then need to add a mindful aspect that you want to apply to this habit. So again, we're shifting from mindless to mindful. So what's a mindful aspect that you can apply? For this example, I'm going to say you want this you want to have curiosity about why you are doing this. I think this is something that's so important. And actually, I've been working with a new client on this, is that a lot of the times, because our behavior is 
driven from a craving internally that we might not even be aware of, we are then using other cues and other routines to kind of compensate for that. And a lot of the time, mindless snacking comes from a sense of comfort. Now, this might not be you, but a lot of people tend to eat to feel comfort, to feel love, to feel safety. But the problem when you go for food, for something it was never intended to really do, it will never give you the result that you are ultimately wanting and needing. Food naturally creates emotion and there is emotion around food. That's okay. But when you're seeking food for something other than sustenance and taste and paying attention to those aspects, then you're not going to get out of it what you ultimately want. So putting this curiosity towards any of your habits might be a really helpful mindful step for you first. So if you start thinking about it, you know the time that you overeat is in the evening and you'll begin to use your curiosity prior to your typical snacking time each night. You'll direct that curiosity inward by exploring your inner experience. You'll be curious about your feelings, your stress level, how the day went. And then if you do choose to actually snack and have something, then what's important is to be fully present. So you'll savor one snack with mindful attention using all five senses. And during the savoring experience, you'll keep your curiosity strong as you explore the food item. Where did it come? How does it affect my body? How am I feeling? And I know that this might sound like a little intense and a little crazy, but all of this is rooted in allowing us and encouraging us to be present in our lives, to show up, So often we can go on autopilot and we end up at a completely different destination than we really wanted. And we look back and we try and blame all of these things. But ultimately, we have to own up. We are responsible for how we respond to situations. We are responsible for the actions that we take as a response to these situations and feelings. So it's important for you to choose to be present if you want to change, if you want to shift. And obviously this habit that you're thinking of is something that you want to work on. Otherwise, it wouldn't have popped into your mind. And if it's in your mind and if it's in your present presence, then you can shift it. You can change it. And you're worthy of the work and the effort of showing up for yourself. And the truth is it might be a little uncomfortable. It might be uncomfortable to admit to yourself that you eat at night because you're lonely or you're sad or you're just dressed from a long day. But eating alone at night hasn't gotten you where you ultimately want to be. It hasn't fixed the thing inside that's causing that cue, that's causing that craving. So it then you get this chance of saying, wow, I didn't realize that my eating habits were triggered from my stress or from my sadness. How can I address managing my stress better? How can I do things that bring me more joy so I have more joy and happiness throughout my day and I don't come home feeling so sad? This is how you create a life you genuinely love. This is how you create a life that you're actively a part of. You have to get curious. You have to be willing to ask the questions of why am I doing this? And understand that some of the answers might be a little uncomfortable, but it's in those answers that change and growth will happen. 
And then you get to shift into creating new habits. You get to explore new ways of spending your evening or new ways of managing your day so that your evenings themselves look different and respond differently. I encourage you to aim towards mindfully being present in your life. There are definitely things where you can go on the autopilot, no worries. But if these mindless things are holding you back from the person that you really want to be, from the life that you really want, then it is time now to address them. It is time now to shift them. Don't try and do it all at once. Slow down, slow your roll, but pick one. Pick one thing that you say, okay, I'm going to work on this one habit. And this is going to be the habit for the next three months or six months, whatever it is, that I focus on shifting and changing. Because the thing is, then it will compound on new habits and better mindsets. That's the beauty of making one small shift is it's a snowball effect. And then you show yourself that you're capable of change. You show yourself that you're worthy, that you're a priority. And then you wake up and you're so much happier with the life that you've created because you've taken responsibility. You've taken ownership of your actions and created what you ultimately wanted out of them. So be thinking about this habit and be thinking about how you can mindfully apply something to it and then start to shift. I would absolutely know, love to know a habit that you're wanting to work on. And if you're wanting to figure out, okay, Cammie, I have this habit. What do you recommend my mindful aspect be? What do you recommend the questions I ask myself? Message me, email me, let me know. I'd be happy to try and work through a script with you. I'd be more than happy to support you in that journey. You are worthy of that work. So make sure you're willing to show up for yourself and do it. I hope that this episode excited you because change is so possible and you are so worth it. If you are loving it, share it with someone who you also think would love it and make sure you rate and review this podcast wherever you listen. Hope y'all have an amazing day. Bye guys.